This podcast is brought to you by GoDaddy.com. Enter hitched749, all one word, to get your .com domain at $7.49. Again, hitched749 to get your next .com domain for $7.49 at GoDaddy.com. You really want to know what love is? Yeah. Yes, tell us. More than anything in the world, Ron. Well... It's really quite simple. When you're married, you'll understand the importance of fresh produce. Shut up. Just shut up. You had me at hello. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. This is Steve Cooper, editor-in-chief of HitchedMag.com. I'm joined once again with our favorite, Dr. Noelle Nelson. Hi, Noelle. Hi, Steve. For those tuning in for the first time, Noelle is a relationship expert, a popular speaker in the U.S. and abroad, and is also the author of nine best-selling books. Today, we are going to talk about one of the all-time classic marriage topics, in-law troubles. Um, so... Yep. <laughs> That, you know, it's, it's the family package that comes with that individual you commonly think of as your spouse. Yeah, and, you know, some in-laws are great, so we don't want to brush, paint all the, uh, all the in-laws with the same brush here. Uh, so some in-laws are great, and, and, and in many cases, even better than some people's folks. Um, Absolutely. And uh, some are, um, you know, your word for it, troublesome. So. Yep. So what are what are some of the troublesome in-law situations you would like to discuss with us today, Noelle? Well, let's go straight to the practical, okay? Um, one of the faves is holiday dinners or birthday dinners or some kind of special occasion where you're all gathered together at your home around the dinner table. And uh, so you go to the kitchen for whatever, and your, your mother-in-law just, you know, storms into the kitchen and says something like, I've had it with that man. She grabs a dish towel and, you know, you bite your tongue. You don't want to say... And I'll bet he's had it with you. Instead, you politely ask, um, what happened, Mom? And she says, he's the most ornery, contrary man I ever met. <laughs> think he's impossible. And meanwhile, you know, she's drying your plate so hard, you're sure it's going to break. Yeah. So you say, mm-hmm. They're one of those generic noises. Desperately, desperately trying to figure out to say something that won't cause more problems. And you hear your father-in-law stomping and cursing in the front room, and, and you're thinking, what, what did I do, dear God? What did I do to deserve this? My, my three-year-old behaves better than his grandparents. And this sort of angry poking at each other seems to go on pretty much every time the family's all together. Mm-hmm. So, so what's the uh, best course of action for you as the daughter or son-in-law to take? Well, as hard as, as it is, Steve, is don't take sides. Okay. Do not take sides. And usually, a mother-in-law will expect her daughter-in-law or her son to side with her. The father-in-law will expect the son-in-law or his daughter to side with him. So genders, so genders expect... Gender's a big factor. Okay. Absolutely. But taking sides, it doesn't matter what side you take, it's going to get you an extreme deep yogurt. Because... From then on, the side you didn't take is going to see you as the enemy. That's going to hurt. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so don't take sides. Uh, but 
you know, how do you not, particularly if you see one person, if you can relate to one person's side? And often that's the case. Yeah. Often that's the case. The one that's doing the loudest yelling and screaming or, or cursing or whatever is, is the one, or the most hysterical, is the one that you think is out of control and you kind of want to go comfort or help or whatever, the, the, the calmer, less hysterical, more logical one. Mm-hmm. But it, it, it isn't going to work. It isn't going to work. Do not get involved. And the easiest, swiftest thing to do is excuse, excuse yourself to another room or the restroom. I mean, <laughs> you know, it's just get out of Dodge. The bathroom excuse. Yeah, the bathroom excuse. <laughs> it, it works. And the trouble often is we don't think fast enough. Mm-hmm. We, we sort of, you know, deer in the headlights. And you just got to kind of knee-jerk yourself to the bathroom. So but let's say you can't, okay? Let's say you're all at the same crowded table at a restaurant, you know, and you've actually already used the bathroom excuse a couple of times. And you've got to say something along the lines of, or, or what I suggest is you say something like, I love you both, and I'm sure each of you has reasons for how you feel. And then just live it. You, you see, it's very tempting to fix it for your in-laws. Like you said, Steve, maybe you do see one of them totally at fault. But the bottom line is, it is none of your business, even if they're trying to make it your business. Mm-hmm. Each of the in-laws, be it your mother-in-law or your father-in-law, whichever one it is, they're going to want allies. The minute you make one of them right, make the other one wrong, and now you're having fights. Yeah, okay. And, and you know, we've talked about this in the past, about blood talks to blood. Um, mm-hmm. Is that, I mean, I'm assuming when you know, the in-laws... I'm assuming we'll have a little bit of notice when they're uh, coming over, particularly since we're throwing this in the context of family meals and sure. holidays, holidays and stuff. Right. So is are you saying that um, p- couples should have some sort of game plan when when they know the in-laws are coming over, particularly if this is not the first time they've they've seen arguments happen in front of their eyes? I think it's wise, absolutely, because any time anytime couples agree, whether it's on child rearing or how to handle finances or how to handle the in-laws, anytime couples come to an agreement before a situation emerges, you guys are going to do better. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's absolutely correct, Steve. And so, yeah, it's great if, you know, you can say something to your, your spouse along the lines of, you know, I think we should really stay out of it. How do you feel about that? Something like that. Mm-hmm. But I'm addressing, um, and that's great pre-planning. So, so okay. More, sorry? Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I'm telling you more about the situation where even though you've said that or whatever, you've set that up, it isn't working. <laughs> okay. Okay, so let's um, – okay, so beyond taking sides, what else then can you do with squabbling in-laws? Now, this is going to sound like a contradiction to what we just said about pre-planning, okay? <laughs> okay. But frankly – once it's in the situation is in motion, flared up, whatever you want to call it, disaster walking, <laughs> do not at that point take up the matter with yourself. In other words, we're back to it's none of your business. Because quite frankly, it's not your spouse's business either. So this isn't about agreeing before the fact we're not going to get involved. This is in the middle of it or after resist saying to your spouse, can you please talk to your parents about not being so bitchy with, with each other when they're here? Mm, gotcha. You see, because now now you've put yourself on the spot. And that's not fair. 
your your in-laws' marriage is not your spouse's business. But what uh, <clears throat> I I mean I understand that. But what if um, in this kind of a situation, it starts to wear on you as a couple, where every time they come over, you know this fight's going to happen, and it just brings the whole energy of the of the home down. And when they leave. You and your spouse then are a little on edge because you've just been around this negative vibe for the last two hours. Well, here's where figuring out a strategy before they come to to the house is really helpful. Got it. The strategy can be as follows. You know what, honey? Your parents always get into it in one way or another when they're over at our house. Why don't we sort of sit back and watch it as if it were the Lucy's show? <laughs> okay. I mean, really, it's 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 been going on for how many years? Let's let's face it; these people have usually been doing this for twenty, thirty, forty, fifty years. Yeah, and they're still together. So instead of looking at it as a disaster, because in your own marriage you would think, "Oh my God," instead of looking at it as a disaster, just look at it as entertainment. In other words, this is how they relate. And in a sense, if when you mentally sit back and watch something as if it were a show, you distance yourself. And when you distance yourself, you don't hurt as much. Okay. The second part of sort of strategic planning ahead of time is when they start getting into it, you and your spouse can disappear. In mm. other words, oh, we totally forgot there's this thing in the kitchen, whatever. Oh, I'm so sorry, we need to, we need to make a run to whatever. This is the grocery store, you know. Oh, I can hear little Amy cry. Make it up. Just if, if it gets to where it's going to disturb your inside, so to speak, and you can't look upon it simply as, you know, a very bad reality show, mm-hmm. get out of there. Because usually that'll calm them down. In other words, they'll either duke it out together or one of them will, will stomp out or something like that, but they no longer have an audience. Yeah. See, that's the thing people don't stop and realize is that often that kind of drama continues because there's an audience. It doesn't start because there's an audience. Mm-hmm. But it can go longer, harder, because there's an audience. Because they really are trying to drag you in. And they're trying to get somebody to take their side to prove themselves right in front of their spouse. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. That's why they go with, they look at what your <clears throat> father did to me now, or look at what your, you know, whatever. Yeah. Absolutely. Because they, they you know, it's, oddly enough, as long as they've been doing this little dance with each other, it's not pleasant. Yeah. And they do want righteousness. People do not continue to fight unless they feel the need to be right. Uh-huh. Which is why in good couples, you acknowledge that both of you can be right. Yeah. And then you can come to mutual decisions about things. And, I, f- if you're, and I feel if, like we have a podcast on that subject, by the way. <laughs> yeah, really. No kidding. Because if, if you're stopping and screaming that you're right, you're right, you're right, and you have to be right, well, the fight can go on forever. Yeah. And that's what's happened with your in-laws for the most part. Uh, okay, so so um, as you know, I'm a man, which means I like to fix things. Um, you know, I, I realize as as a as a son-in-law or a daughter-in-law, it's not your place to fix things. Mm-hmm. Um, but would it be appropriate to say, "Hey, there's this really awesome website called Hitched that has some content that could help you out in this situation"? You certainly could if you could manage to say it neutrally, off the cuff, and kind of just throw it out there and, and leave. Got it. <laughs> because you're likely to hear things like, I don't need to know anything more. I've been married for 40 years. I know everything there is to know about marriage. Yeah. I'm doing the mother-in-law, but, you know, sure. the dad-in-law is going to sound about the same. Well done, by the way. Thank you. <laughs> so, 
so yes, you certainly can because that's a very neutral thing that you would sort of launch out to both of them. Okay. Uh, but don't expect them to take to go. Oh, what a great idea! Let's <laughs> yeah. go there now, because they they would not be they're invested in their roles. Yeah. So. Yeah, they probably they might even have you know twenty thirty years invested into that argument. So Absolutely. to give that up would be a major hurdle that they have to jump over. But I'll tell you what it can do of benefit, and that's for you to think of your own spouse as, oh my God, I so appreciate that you're the way you are, mm-hmm. and appreciate the blessing that your husband or wife is to you, which is made all the more clear by your in-laws' behavior. Yeah. Right? And yeah. then it sort of like it reminds you to be appreciative and not to get engaged in these fights and so forth. It, it oddly enough has a kind of a boomerang good effect on you if you let, it, if you let yourself go there. Mm, that's a good point. Yeah. And a lot, a lot of times, too, um, you'll notice uh, different things in the in laws that you notice within your spouse. And yes. is it, is it, um, Appropriate to then use that as kind of a teaching moment for your own relationship? Absolutely. And that, if you, you know, we're always assuming when we talk in these podcasts, for the most part, see that people are on, in pretty, on pretty good terms in their own marriages. Yeah. And they're just seeking to, to, you know, have more joy and so forth. Is then to say to your spouse, you know, honey, I realized in looking at mom-in-law, dad-in-law, whatever, that sometimes I get a little like that. And I, I don't want to, so let's, you know, let's talk about it. Let's work on it, whatever. Yeah. If I ever get that way, please let me know, because that's oh, yeah. not how I want to act or respond to you when you bring things up like that. Yeah. And and I recognize that because it's in my family background, I might unconsciously yeah. do that. Yeah, you yeah, hear, are you, you kidding? You hear those you hear people couples talk about, you know, I grew up in the in the yelling family where they, you know, yell it out and then they're all good and and uh you know, your your spouse might not have come from that background. They're like, what is going on? What are you talking about? Right, right. There was, I just put the the thing in the wrong drawer. Right. <laughs> um, well, you know, we uh, will, this is definitely not the first and surely will not be the last in-law podcast that, we'll, <laughs> that we will do. But for now, I think we've got a good base for people to uh, jump off from. So, um that's going to do it for this week. So thank you so much for your time, Noel. Thank you, Steve. Um, and before you go, uh, I want to remind everyone you are listening to Dr. Noel Nelson, who is a relationship expert, a popular speaker in the U.S. and abroad, and is also the author of nine best-selling books. Her two most recent are Your Man is Wonderful and the other is Dangerous Relationships. You can find links to those books at Noel's website, drnoelnelson.com. Uh, we also have a bookstore on the in the navigation of the homepage uh, at hitchedmag.com. You can follow Noel on Twitter at Dr. Noel Nelson. I am on Twitter at Hitched Media. Um, and of course, we both have Facebook pages. Um, but before we go, I have some pretty exciting news. I uh, mentioned this in the newsletter if you if you don't subscribe to that i recommend it because i kind of give some side information in my editor's note there and uh i've also mentioned this on the social networks but for you podcast listeners uh, i have started um writing for forbes uh so people who may not know my background i actually started my journalism career in business journalism um working for entrepreneur and writing for many other uh business publications 
Bloomberg Business Week, things like that. Anyways, so uh, Forbes, I am now writing a weekly column talking about the business side of Hitched and, and what it's and my thoughts and ideas and things about running uh, uh, Hitched. And so it'll be the you know business side of love, I guess you could say. Uh, so if you're interested, I, there's a couple links on Hitched, or you can uh, hit me up on Twitter, Facebook, or whatnot, and I will give you that information if you want to seek that out. Um, and so please check that out. And then also, I uh, just by happenstance, I was looking at my Twitter account, changing my uh, my icon the other day, and I noticed that I was at 9,999 tweets. And so I cracked the 10,000 tweet barrier. So if you're looking for more information, I apparently tweet an awful lot. So uh, if you're on Twitter, please give me a follow. Again, it's at Hitch Media, and um, hopefully you'll enjoy the information you get there. Um, so that's going to do it for us this week. Uh, one last time, thank you so much, Noelle. Thank you, Steve. And uh, until next time, take care, everybody. I just want to say one thing to my wife who's home. Yo, Adrian, I did it! They certainly got the idea. They feel free to express love. It's worth all those awful frank discussions at the dining room table. Hitched entertains, educates, and inspires married couples.